Welcome back to The Remote Life. My name is Han Talbot, also known as Ham World, and today we'll be chatting with Stefan Gombold. A tax technologist and digital nomad, Stefan is co-founder and CEO of Heaven, which offers global tax setups for digital nomads and remote-first teams. In this episode, we talk about Heaven and how it helps digital nomads with their taxes, things to be aware of as digital nomad about taxes, and how being in control of the nitty-gritty can contribute to the freedom of being a digital nomad. So grab a coffee, a tea, or something stronger, and let's get started. Amazing. So we're live on the Remote Life podcast. Stefan, how are you? Hey, Han. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you. It feels like forever since we saw each other at um, Bansko Nomad Fest. How did you find it? Oh, it was a pretty good experience. I, this was my first time attending uh, Bansko Nomad Fest, both uh, as a participant, but also presenting a bit the, the tax topic. Yeah, it was pretty was pretty good, especially as it wasn't planned at the beginning. I was uh, talking with my very dear friend, uh, Dean, uh, who told me that this is an amazing event, you should participate. And everything got organized at the last minute, just arrived with Bensko uh, a day before. And uh, yeah, it was a fantastic experience. I'm still there, by the way, in Bensko. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely not regret this decision. Yeah, it feels like a lot of people are still in Bansko, so that was obviously a popular destination. Yeah, how, what have you been up to? Like, how, how have you found being there? Uh, pretty great. The thanks to Matthias uh, from co-working Bansko, this is uh, there is just an amazing community there. I mm-hmm. wasn't expecting that. I left Lisbon thinking that uh, yeah, it's just for for the nomad fest, but uh, this is actually where things are are happening in Lisbon. And I was surprised to find such a dense, diverse, and active community of digital nomads. Uh, yeah, and that's why I stayed there because we make new encounters every day. There's a good dynamic, good synergies. Uh, yeah, definitely a nice surprise. And I kept extending my stay for two more weeks, two other weeks. And uh, But yeah, at some point I like to leave, but it's uh, yeah an amazing experience so far. Yeah, so tell us a bit more. So are you based in Lisbon then? Or like tell us a bit more about your remote life journey and like what brings you up to where you are today? So actually, no, I'm not based in Lisbon. I don't mean I'm not based uh, anywhere. I'm fully digital nomad. Even if I used to call myself more a location independent than a digital nomad, but this year uh, it happens that... Uh, I'm traveling around. So before, uh, basically at the beginning of the year, I was in uh, Germany, in Berlin. Then I moved to Croatia for a bit, uh, Lisbon, now Bensko, and I will keep traveling. Our next meeting is uh, in uh, Albania, afterwards Greece, then uh, South Africa. So I will be for the, I think for the next two years, I will keep traveling around. And before uh, at some point, just decide of a multiple basis. I'm, my preferred setup would be to have two, three bases. Uh, let's say one in America, in the in the US, and the one somewhere in Europe and in the Caribbean, where where I'm from. But it will be yeah in two years uh, from now. I have a travel plan for uh, the next uh, the next month and even the next year. Uh, yeah, so no uh, fixed base at the moment. Cool. Yeah. So how do you plan? Because I feel like a lot of people have different ways of doing this. So how do you tend to plan your travels then? In terms of planning, you mean from a material perspective or from uh, in terms of destinations that I'm going to to visit? 
Yeah, it's a destination. So you said you had a travel plan. Like how yeah. do you how do you plan your travels? Because I feel like for me, I'm like, ah, I roughly want to end up here at some point. I roughly want to end up here or la la. Whereas it sounds like you've got a really good concrete plan. Yeah, so the, the funny part of this is uh, is that I always have two plans. I have the, the plan that I have that I that I prepared for myself. So this is mainly based on countries that I want to uh, visit versus uh, countries where uh, we, uh, we can also, we're invited to talk because I'm the CEO of Heaven, uh, so the, the global tax optimization platform for nomads. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's the the initial plan is a little bit of a uh, little bit of both countries that I want to visit, but also invitations to to talk for workshops or etc. Uh, but the, the the other part, the the second plan that I have is always uh, based on opportunities and encounters and synergies. Most of the time, I don't respect my initial plan. For example, the Albania part came after because I met interesting people who told me you should go there one more time and I I absolutely want to discover this country so I decided to add it to the plan and it's always like this once uh, I encounter nomads there are so many interesting discussions exchange of information synergies that my plan evolved each uh, destination that I, that I visit so this is the funny part of it I know that the plan that I presented uh, a few minutes ago will probably change in Albania because I will make uh, new encounters and uh, probably uh, find better uh, destinations or adjust my plans. But I always have an initial plan that I plan to to follow, uh, knowing that it's probably uh, going to change. As I'm a flexible person, I also like to go with the flow. Yeah, this is... I always work with do, those two plans, the, the, the planned in advance and the actual one uh, based on opportunities. Cool. Yeah. So tell us more about Heaven and how it came to be. Oh, yes. So uh, basically Heaven. So uh, as I explained, I'm a co-founder and CEO at Heaven. Heaven is a platform designed for uh, location-dependent workers and uh, remote teams, uh, distributed, uh, distributed teams. Uh, what we do is that we pro- we provide global remote setups and tax optimization. Global remote setup is to basically we we used to say unlocking your location dependent superpowers. That means that being being able to work to legally work from anywhere with a setup that uh, that is adapted to your specific situation as a location dependent. This is the first part, and the sub- the second part is to leverage uh, the this. Uh, Location-dependent status to optimize your taxes. On average, we uh, we find sixty percent less taxes to uh, for our clients uh, using this combination of global remote setup and uh, the tax expertise that we have thanks to our platform and our team. Yeah, this, but this is uh, those are plans that are individualized for each the digital nomad according to their personal situation, financial situation, and travel needs and preferences. Cool. Yeah. So um, taxes, that's a fun conversation <laughs> as we sort of <laughs> briefly talked about before we got on the podcast. But I, I feel like it's something that when I speak to people who are, well, both in as a, as a digital nomad, but also people who are looking to get into the lifestyle, the topic of taxes kind of tends to terrify people a little bit, which I feel like, I mean, yeah, you'll probably agree. It's not. It's actually, once you kind of have more of an understanding of like, 
how to go about it, it actually is it's just another bit of admin, right? Or would you say differently? Like what would your what what do you think people need to know both as new and current digital nomads about their taxes? So actually, yes, indeed, that's a that's a good question because there are a lot of myths about taxation, fears as well, and uh, this is definitely a topic to know uh, or to be to be aware of before uh, starting to travel, um, mm-hmm. so that you can first organize your situation the proper way and second uh, avoid to trigger uh, some tax risk in some countries. We see different reactions or where there are mainly nomads that unfortunately travel without planning your their taxes. So they end up paying a lot of taxes. It can be in their home country because they didn't manage to uh, organize their taxes. So they pay a huge amount of taxes in country that they are not even really resident in anymore because they didn't organize organize this. Or even the, the most, uh, actually the most difficult part from what we see is to have the, the right setup. At the moment, I had a, a talk about that uh, two days ago, actually. At the moment, many digital nomads just take their laptop and start working from anywhere before they can. This uh, this had no consequences until today because uh, something that many people don't know is that the states themselves through the OECD, but also by themselves as an, an individual initiative, decided not to go after remote worker or, or uh, remote workers or digital nomads, wherever they are, because of the COVID situation, thinking that, okay, maybe we can have some kind of tolerance during this time, but this may... This may change in the future, uh, definitely. So there is a need. If I, I was to summarize uh, the, the tax topic for digital nomads, the most important part is to plan it in advance. As you said, this is a, a, a bit of a administration, but it's also a financial strategy to implement as the, the fact that someone travels or so location dependent as the possibility to travel and to be anywhere. That also means uh, a host of opportunities in terms of how can I reduce my taxation, optimize my taxation, and therefore optimize my finances. So this is a topic to uh, that needs to be tackled. Unfortunately, uh, we, see, we still see many nomads ignoring the topic or knowing that there is something important to do. Uh, there is something to do there, but not taking action yet. Yeah, but indeed, this is not a, a topic to be uh, feel. It's a, it's just a topic to be taken taken care of before starting to travel. Absolutely, yeah. Is there like a a place that people can go to find this sort of stuff out? Because of course, it, I think that's what makes people worried is the fact that I've seen so many awesome people around the world who have to think about different things because their different countries have different rules that you have to consider first. What would be obviously apart from heaven? Like, is there one place that they should check out for themselves also, so that they're in the know? That's a good question. So, uh, because at the moment we're um, producing contents on our blogs, or this is why we're so participating in podcasts, doing talks, uh, because there is a lack of information about uh, many aspects of the the tax question. Uh, I was explaining a few days ago uh, the myth around the perpetual traveler, uh, what people think versus the reality. So there is a a real work to do in terms of just information, knowing uh, what needs to be done, what are things that that are just myth stories, but that are not happening in reality in in terms of uh, taxes. 
And once we have this basic level of understanding on what uh, on what this it is to uh, to pay taxes as a digital nomad, managing uh, your taxes as a digital nomad, then a location dependent can start taking action for his her taxes. What does it mean taking action? Uh, taking action in general, that means that you should plan uh, your taxes, which means that you need to uh, first being able to uh, make a, a diagnostic, an analysis of uh, your digital nomad journey and uh, how you would be taxed in the, depending on the scenario. This is the first part to understand and plan in advance your, your, your taxation. The, the second part is to actually implement this strategy and take actions uh, to set your your plan in motion. At the moment before heaven, because uh, of course, if we created these companies, is because we have an added uh, value. Before our platform, what you what you needed to do uh, was to contact tax advisors in uh, various countries, because in different countries, the countries of interest are just countries for which you need uh, you you want to have a proper tax analysis. Why you need to contact different tax advisors? Because the tax advisors work on a country-centric uh, basis. Basically, uh, they will advise you on a specific country, which can be great if you already know that you're going to you you'll be in a specific country and you need help in this specific country, which can be a little bit more difficult if you're digital nomad traveling every, traveling around the world and uh, working from anywhere. Because then you you don't need a specific tax advisory in a specific country. You need a global approach to your case. So at Heaven, what we do is uh, that we provide this global approach. We help uh, digital nomads by scanning the, the tax law and the law in general of different countries. We help digital nomads to design their perfect setup. Uh, according to their situation, and then to assess their level of taxation and implement their tax plan directly on our platform. This is the main differentiator compared to uh, basically hiring multiple tax advisors in different countries. Yeah, it's awesome. I think it, there's definitely a need for like having some kind of centralized system. It's it's awesome stuff that you guys are doing, um, and I think obviously that's such a obviously one of the lesser known parts and sides of the digital nomad lifestyle that I think yeah that's it sounds like an amazing thing that you guys are doing just out of interest how are you guys going about that who do you speak to and how does that get moved how does that conversation get moved forward you mean with the the clients in general does that involve who does that involve speaking to out of interest uh, so basically, our process is, uh, of course, to do that, we need to have a, a high level of knowledge uh, about different uh, countries, uh, and each country has its tax system. So what we uh, we we did is that we developed our own global taxation software that allows us to very quickly be able to. Um, scan the different tax laws and identify the specific tax breaks applicable to one's uh, specific situation. So we work first with uh, our internal tax intelligence, as we call it, our internal software to uh, support the work of scanning the different tax laws and seeing exactly what will work in the specific case of uh, our, our client or the user using our platform. 
This is the first part. The second part is that we still provide an internal expertise on top of this software. That will uh, this software is basically designed to uh, augment our capacities as uh, tax experts. But on top of that, we'll also talk with the clients. We have we offer a digital interview online, but also just one to one preparation interviews to better understand the situation, the specific situation that we are uh, treating. But also just to uh, explain a little bit more in details what going to uh, what's going to happen for the client so basically we compare we uh, combined the, the our software providing a global uh, taxation expertise and own ex- uh, internal expertise as tax experts that's really awesome that's amazing so basically whether you are a current or new digital nomad come and chat to you guys about taxes <laughs> Just on a side note, I saw you guys did a whole post on NFTs and taxes. I'm trying my best to understand how NFTs work, but how does NFTs come into the tax conversation just out of interest? You're talking about our own NFTs or or NFTs in general? Yeah. So I saw you guys did a post about being able to collect NFTs or put your taxes on NFTs. I'm such a like like, like new movie to this. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So there is uh, there are two topics in one. the The first topic is the taxation of your NFTs, uh, because when you're you're a digital nomad, if you're uh, you into Web three two, you connect you collect not only uh, NFTs, but in general you uh, you work with the uh, cryptos. For I'm talking with the uh, about uh, digital nomads that are interested in Web three. So this is the the, the first part. Uh, when I, I am a crypto trader or I get paid with cryptocurrencies or uh, I have uh, NFTs and I get revenues from from my NFTs, how am I taxed? And this is a feature that we are currently working on at Heaven that we call Crypto Heaven that will help uh, digital nomads uh, manage their Web3 questions related to taxes. Particularly, the article that you're talking about is related to our own NFTs because as Heaven, we also have NFTs. And uh, what we were explaining basically in this article, this is a, this was uh, written by my co-founder. What we were explaining is that with our premium NFT that is uh, basically on top of just giving you a very nice NFT, also give to its owner a lifetime access to our platform. That means that once you own these NFTs, you can every year do your taxes with heaven free of charge. So basically what we were explaining is that buying this NFT will finally make you earn money because in any case you'll have, if you do the, the digital nomad thing correctly, you'll have to pay for uh, your setup to maintain your setup in different countries, or but also pay to have your taxes done. So the goal of this article was also to explain what our own NFT uh, will bring to the, to the owner. So it wasn't directly related to the tax topic. It was more an explanation of the, the specific uh, use of our NFTs because we believe in NFTs. We, we believe this is a, a nice, how can I say, vehicle to create new offers, new perks for uh, people that are, are into Web three, or maybe even uh, help people to con- people to convert to Web three. And we were just um, um, talking about that in order to explain what are the benefits to be the owner of this NFT that you can find on our website if uh, that piqued your curiosity. 
Yeah, it's such a like broad topic. I feel like I'm I'm trying my best to really get to grips with it because it's just a whole other world that I feel like is just going to suddenly take off. So that's that's very interesting to know, for, especially for anyone who is also NFT crypto savvy and looking to go to that too. So it's awesome you guys are thinking about that as well. Okay, we've talked about the, the nitty gritty. Let's take that back a little bit. Now, what does being a digital nomad mean to you? It's a very interesting question. Actually, this is a... There are two answers. There are the question, the answer that we have as a heaven, and my personal view on it. At heaven, from a from a professional perspective, because the qualification, the way we name things, has an impact on the the tax treatment behind it, the tax consequences, etc. So, from the heaven perspective, what we call a digital a digital nomad is a category of location independent, and basically, uh, this, this category is for people traveling, uh, st- staying in one country between two weeks and three months. This is how we define digital nomads. Once we are, uh, we have someone staying more than three months in a in a location uh, before moving to the next, or so between three months and six months, we talk about a slow nomad. And beyond six months, uh, we we start talking about expatriation. And uh, even if we are um, between six months and and uh, three years, we are we are more uh, we are talking about uh, expatriates. The, the classical definition. And after three years, we consider uh, that you are no longer an expatriate, you're an immigrant in the country that you're that we are considering. Knowing when I'm saying that, that there is a, an eternal debate between the immigrant and the expat, what is an immigrant, what is an expat, this is all the definition as heaven. My own definition is a little bit more general, I would say. Uh, for me, being a digital nomad is basically have the possibility to work from anywhere using a remote work mainly. So a digital nomad is always a remote worker and a remote worker traveling around without a specific base. So we, because we see a scenario very often uh, of people having a base and just uh, going on vacation in a, in a destination. For first, we, from my side, I think this is a different category than the, the digital nomad traveling all the time. And this is, an, this is even why uh, at the beginning I was saying that this year I'm a digital nomad, but my goal is, my goal is not to, to be a digital nomad for that many years. Afterwards, I would prefer to, to be a location independent and uh, have different base, uh, bases, but still have somewhere to come back to at some point. That's cool. Yeah. So why did you choose the... The tra- why is why is travel important to you? That's a good question. Actually, the I was kind of forced to to travel at the beginning because at the university I was studying studying international international tax law, and for the final year of my master's degree, the the courses were the lectures were uh, bilingual, so uh, French and French and English, and at that time my my second language was Spanish, so I needed to improve my English. So I moved to the UK, and uh, I stayed there for exactly the same phenomenon as bank school for me today. I stayed. I was supposed to stay there two weeks, and I stayed there three months in Bournemouth. No way. 
<laughs> and I discovered the, the the power of synergies with people having completely different backgrounds, the dif- the, the cultural differences that sometimes can be, uh, how can I say, not painful, but uh, difficult to understand. Not always a bad experience, but on the same time, very bring, bring a lot of value to uh, the way I was seeing the world and the way I was the ideas that I that I had, the limitations, seeing that in some cultures, something that for me was a limit was absolutely regular for them. So, the, so basically, this mix of ideas, this mix of backgrounds uh, just inspired me and changed all my, uh, my projects after that. I ended up uh, studying in Chicago after uh, this time in Bonmouth, which wasn't planned at all. Yeah, so basically this storm of ideas and synergies really was really something that got me at that time. And when I came back to my regular life as a location-dependent person, uh, having this every day, of um, always with the same people, and at some point in an environment where uh, everyone was kind of thinking the same with the same cultural background, I started to to miss this. And this mm-hmm. is how I decided to travel again, move to Germany, Switzerland, a little bit more in the US, and uh, yeah, keep traveling all around the world. Also, another reason why I like tra- uh, traveling is also that I like to reinvent myself permanently have new ideas and uh, not always stay stuck with one way of saying something. Even if I already thought about a problem or uh, a concept, I like to be able to rethink it again and again uh, with the new ideas, with new perspectives. And every time I change country, I have the, f- the, the, the feeling that I'm reinventing my, uh, myself. I am seeing new stuff, even in terms of uh, architecture, just seeing new architectures. It gives you ideas in terms of design, in terms of what's possible, in terms of where I could live, what kind of accommodations I would like. So this is a constant flow of ideas. And this is what uh, gets me the most uh, about traveling. And this is why yeah, I started uh, being a nomad since 2016. And uh, mm-hmm. I keep going with the, with the this, and not a nomad, a location independent, exp- sometimes expat, sometimes nomad. But basically, yeah, I keep going with that because of the, the flow of, uh, of ideas mainly. That's really cool. What's one of your favorite uh, kind of personal discoveries that you found? Like, what was one of the more groundbreaking ones for you? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to to remember something in particular. For an example that I can uh, that that I give often is when I travel to Germany. Uh, this is probably the yeah very um, what can I say. A strong examples, but this happens on a, ba- a daily basis. When I started to work in Germany and I, I started to get in touch with uh, German people and uh, the, the German ecosystem in general, I noticed a particular relationship with work that was completely different from what I what I had before. Uh, I mean, with my background before having this confrontation, I was the the kind of person working a lot with extensive hours while also always how can i say debating uh stuff and and always putting things in a new perspective making sure that i am i am right about uh what i'm doing today 
when I arrived in, in Germany, I discovered the fact that they limit their workday to a certain number of hours and they really go beyond this number of hours. I discovered mm-hmm. the, the way that their particular relationship with work that has to be limited in time, that has to be precise. And the fact that they, when they start with a, a particular plan, they, they stick with this plan from the beginning to the end. I'm not saying that this is the best approach because sometimes it can be very frustrating for people that have been in uh, Germany. Probably they know what I'm talking about when you're in front of someone that has a plan and doesn't matter how the how stupid the plan can be in this particular uh, circumstances, they will stick with the plan. So that can be annoying sometimes, but that's, that can also be uh, freeing your mind from all, being always wondering what's next, you just know that you have a plan and you you do what you have to do and you have more time to enjoy life and do something else. So I having those two different work culture helped me to shape my own way of working as a digital nomad. And this is an important topic to know uh, how do you bring together traveling and still being productive for at work uh, in what you do and this, those kind of confrontations really made me think okay this is good i will take this part this part of limiting my number of hours and being super effective in a, uh, in a short amount of time instead of reassuring myself giving myself the impression that i work because i work until late at night but on the same time uh this is uh, this is also there are also some good things about rethinking the processes all the time or listening to feedback. So yeah, when we, I come back to your question about uh, what did I take from traveling? Those are, uh, this is a perfect example of how I confronted my background to the the culture in the new country and how you can co-create and, and basically make, make you a more complete person, if I can say this that way. No, I definitely agree. I feel like, especially as people who are have remote businesses and you know have, are freelancers i feel like a lot of people tend to do a bit more sort of inner searching and kind of inner work on themselves as it were just to kind of figure and, and yeah i feel like people who are looking to get more from their local community and sort of actually really experience the place they're in I feel like they really do try to take things away from it in that way uh, for themselves and like whether it's different perspectives whether it's a new few new vocabulary words like I feel like people are always trying to learn something new whether it's about themselves or whether it's about the culture it's it's so true it's really true yeah I mean yeah from my perspective I feel like some of the biggest things I've learned have been like from going away or just switching up my environment in different ways I think that's why I'm such a champion of it is that the just having that different even like going to a different cafe no matter where you are in the world to work for the morning and just you know picking up on I don't know listening to a new playlist for example that's on in this particular cafe I feel like you get so many different ideas from it whether it's for yourself for your business whatever it looks like. So no, I completely agree and think that's amazing kind of perspective that you've got there. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that actually leads into a, very nicely into our last question. So fill in the blank. Home is where is? Oh, interesting. Okay. I would say home is where my people, uh, my people are. 
Cool. Yes, because this is a, this is an interesting. Uh, not, not, yeah, this is something that I realize more and more uh, by being uh, on the road as a nomad. Is that yeah? Actually, a place can be beautiful on paper, having beautiful landscapes and uh, even uh, cost of living advantages, etc. But the, the the people there are important. Mm-hmm. The, the encounters uh, that I've made in different uh, that I've made in different countries change the whole experience. So I would say that this is mainly to to feel home. I think, and from my perspective, we need people. People that we we interact with, and people uh, that we feel a connection with, uh, and it's not it's not really about uh, about the place. This is why there, this is a, this is fantastic that we have more and more digital co- uh, nomad communities developing, and that the community is that open minded, because yes, it, it helps to create this uh, home feeling uh, wherever we are, or at least in most of the places. But yeah, I would say people. To fill the blank. Nice. Yeah, my, that's that's literally why I, I talk about home is where my laptop is. And that's where, because I can then stay connected to people. Um, yeah, so I completely agree. I think people really are a big part of the digital nomad experience. So yeah, 100% agree. I have your uh, sticker on my laptop, so yeah. I, I hesitated to answer. <laughs> I hesitated to answer that, but as you you know it already, I also gave you another answer. But uh, I totally agree with the with what is currently uh, stated stated on my laptop. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Send me a photo. I need to put that on on social media. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Stefan, it's been amazing to chat. And obviously, yeah, everybody should go check out Heaven. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for being a guest and hopefully we'll see each other in Tirana. Thank you, Han, for having me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's meet in Tirana. It's going to be an amazing experience, I think. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Remote Life. And thank you, Stefan, for taking time to speak with us. You can find links to Heaven below. Thank you so much again for listening. And we can't wait to remote work with you again soon.